Adrian Phillips is back with us on the Harbor One Hotline with Gresh and Christian Fourier. Adrian, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Good, good. And let's uh, start with, obviously, the news of the day. Everyone in the NFL community has been, I don't want to say Adrian in mourning, but there has been an overwhelming level of concern for DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. You've played this game a long time, from high school through college. You've been a pro for a while now. Just sort of what has gone through your mind the past couple of days after what we saw on Monday Night Football? Yeah, it, it was it was super tough seeing that, you know, it was a, like a tragic event. Like you never want to see one of your NFL brothers on a on the ground like that and going through what he went through, and you know, for a, that night and in the next day or so, you're just thinking about him. You're checking for the updates and, and hoping everything's okay and hoping that you hear hear or see the news that you know he's pulling through and. Once you get that, you know, you feel better and everybody continues to pray, but you feel better about going forward and about playing. It's it's tough. It's something that I've never personally had to navigate through before, like this being my first time actually seeing something like that. So, you know, it was tough to see and it's tough for your family members too because they're thinking at any given time, like that could be their loved ones. So it's just, it's just tough all around. So, Andrew, were, 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 was your game prep altered at all, either from an emotional standpoint or a physical standpoint up to this point? You know, uh, it, it was a little bit. You know, I was obviously we were getting ready. We we're getting ready to play those guys Sunday. So I wanted to watch the game versus Cincy, see how they did st- stuff and still, you know, have my iPad out and uh, do look at other stuff that they do throughout the season. But once that happened, it was just kind of hit for the night. You know, I just was kind of done with football for the night being. And then you come in the next day and uh, we're still prepping just because we don't know what the league is going to say. But, you know, everybody's just kind of really taking the time to talk about what happened and check in with everybody and see how their mental state is. And, you know, you don't know what the future holds for the for the game or for him. So you're not really worried about football at the moment because you're worried about a human being. Like, you're worried about someone who's fighting for his life, and he's the main focus and he's the main priority. Yeah, I, I know, and it, and it is obviously a crazy set of circumstances, but there is this narrative where the Bills, almost like the Patriots, like you guys have a little bit more of an advantage based on, like, you are connected, but you're not necessarily affected. Do you feel like that's true? You know, it definitely uh, affects us, way, obviously, way different than it affected the Bills. You know, they were the ones directly affected by it. And, you know, we were just we were just the unfortunate team that had to had to play them next. So, at, for the time being, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, like, we weren't even on their minds, as we shouldn't have been, you know. But at the same time, we're – still thinking about our playoff implications and stuff like that and and going in there and ending the season the right way and getting it with a win to extend our season. So it definitely didn't affect us the way that it affected them in terms of, you know, playing football and going out there for a game. But emotionally, I think we were we were kind of 
it, it's hard to say on the same page, but I think we were all around the same wavelength because when you see that, like everybody who plays the game is affected by that. Who's giving you the business in the background? There? That's, I got. I say McCordy. <laughs> How do you know? I could tell. I, you yeah, know? I was like, that is such a McCordy yell. It like, did I, sound like I a heard it right away. How did you know? That's crazy. He does that all the time. Well, he's got to get it in because if this is his last game on Sunday, I mean, Devin McCourty could be walking away. So while you have a moment here, Adrian, McCourty's giving you the business there in the background. He joined our morning show earlier today. He is definitely a red jacket guy here in New England once it's all said and done. But if it is Devin no McCourty's last game, what will you take away from being a teammate of his? Man, if this is the last game, one, I'm going to be pissed off because I I just feel like I came here too late and I didn't get to, you know, experience all the great years that he's been around here. Like, it, him, Slate, like, those guys are, like, great teammates. And once I first got here, like, you, you hear about how great of a teammate they are and how, you know, connected to the community they are. But, like, seeing it – firsthand and Dez specifically seeing it firsthand and all the stuff that he actually has a hand in and that he takes part in. It's it's amazing to see and it and it motivates you to do more because you see him out there doing everything he can off the field and still balling on the field. So you know, I don't want to write him off. I'm not writing him off until he writes himself <laughs> off. <laughs> He's so, probably sitting right next to you saying, don't you give away my secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, okay, uh, so so, you know. so so game talk, right? So it's safe to talk about the game, game plan of the game. Big game for you guys. You win, you're in, right? Controlling your own okay. destiny. Like, what do you – you guys have – the defensive side of the football has just been, you know, been fantastic, especially non-offensive touchdowns. Do you guys feel a little bit more pressure as opposed to you want to talk about, you know, complimentary football? Do you feel like does the defensive side feel like they need to do more because the the offense struggles at times and they can't get out of their own way? You know, we always feel like we could do more and, and I think that's just the competitive side that we all have and the standard that we all have for each other. Like when when we watch the film throughout the previous games and stuff, and and we see the defensive touchdowns. We're like, yeah, we're happy about that. What We did something with the franchise record. Yeah, we're happy about that. But there's so much more that we could do. So, you know, fortunately for us, it all boils down to this. You know, win-win. If we lose, we go home. So I wouldn't say there's more pressure on us, but everybody's hyper-focused and, and wants to be able to take the next step to – to be a, a great defense, to be able to affect the game and affect the outcome of it. And there's no better chance to do that against a potent offense with 17 at the at the head of it. Like, like what more could you ask for? You know, if you, if you don't love football, you run from this moment. But to be able to do this and go against this team on Sunday – with the way our defense is at, with the way our defense has been playing, and with the opportunity that we have, like we're all ready for it, and we all want it. Adrian, last time out against the Bills here in Gillette, you guys did a really good job of making sure that Josh Allen didn't run around and make plays necessarily, but it kind of it felt like you were sacrificing maybe the ability to slow down the much more traditional run game, gave up a lot of run yards to running backs. What's the fine line of taking care of Josh Allen but not compromising your ability to slow down that Bills run game? 
Yeah, I think the main thing is just getting off the field on third down. If you look back at our last game, there were plenty of times that we had them dead to rights. You know, we we were off the field, whether it was a a flag or whether uh, someone dropped covers and he ended up dunking it down and they ended up getting the first down. And then after after those plays, that's when you saw, like, the run game really starting to be an issue for us. So our main thing is is when we have the opportunity to get out the field, we have to we have to jump on that and capitalize on that. And as far as the run game, it's just a do your job type of game. When you when you play a team that has a running quarterback, it's do your job. And we did our we did better against Allen without having him run around the field, but at the same time when they got on the center you know, we weren't technique sound with guys playing, you know, playing the doubles, coming down, taking the doubles off, you know, staying staying in your gap if you're a safety, coming up feeling if you're a corner for the correct place. Like, that's where we lost the game in terms of the run game. So we got to make sure that we do a better job on that and capitalize on third down, and then we won't have those situations arise in the red zone or at midfield. Last one for me. As far as like tackling goes, you're a really sure tackler, and, and especially in open field. Is Josh Allen the toughest football player to tackle for you, or is he one of the toughest tackles? Right, that you know in the NFL. You know, I won't say he's the toughest, but he is definitely up there. Like when he gets in the middle of the field, like you don't realize how agile he really is. And he does a lot of stuff like with his head, like the head faking and stuff like that. So if he breaks through the through the middle of the field and you're looking at his head like you're dead because he does so much stuff, he looks left, he looks right, you know, he's he's triple sticking, he's doing a whole bunch of stuff and then on top of that, well, he's two fifty. So he's able to he's able to run through you at at any given time. He's definitely a tougher tackle in the league, but you got so many guys out there like Lamar in the open field, you know, uh, Tyree Hill in the open field. That's another non-quarterback. Even Mahomes in the open field is is hard to tackle. I feel like uh, any mobile quarterback that can break through the line and and just kind of make you stutter just a little bit is going to be a tough tackle for him. So, you know, he's definitely up there, but it's hard to say like he's the he's the hardest is there anything else with the bills offense that you guys need to really be aware of on sunday to be able to slow them down yeah um they always have something that you've never seen before so when that when that play comes up when those situations actually come up we have to limit those because every t- since I've been here, every time we played them, we come to the sideline after they've done some type of play, and it's like, where did that come from? Like, what is that? We haven't seen anything remotely like that to film. So when when they do, I'll just call it a, a trick play. It's not really a trick play, but just for the sake of conversation, I'll just call it one of their trick plays. We have to be able to minimize those as much as possible because if they – if they capitalize on that, we're gonna we're gonna continue to see tendency breakers all throughout the game, and and, and I think that's when it gets tough.
Great stuff from Adrian Phillips. You have been awesome this year, man. I hope we talk to you more and more. Stay safe out there on Sunday. And uh, tell who McCourty knows? bye. You guys get a win. Yeah, tell McCourty bye. Listen to you. Right, get a win, and maybe we talk to you next week, Adrian. Thanks a bunch. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, thank you. There we go. Uh, Have a good one. There you too. Uh, Adrian Phillips, man. Great breakdown there. Yeah.